I am Jimbo Paris, and you are listening to the Jimbo Paris Show. So today we have Mrs. White, and she is a transformational coach and master energy healer. Let's learn a bit more about her now. Hello, how's it going? Hi, Jimbo. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. So right. can you begin by giving me kind of a brief summary of who you are, what you're about, and what your message is? Yeah, I am Lee White. I'm located in Sydney, Australia, and my story around how I came to be sitting here talking to you today is I was working for a long time in media and a corporate background. I had become a consultant and I had a very busy life. I was attend going to a, well, sorry, I'll just start um, that bit again. I was thinking that I had the great life um, happening for me and all of ticking all the boxes with, you know, my family and my great consulting practice and all of these things going on until a moment in time that really became a turning point and led to me becoming a transformational coach and master energy healer. And if you would like me to share about that turning point, I can now or a little later in the show. So where it all turned around was I was going to one of my consulting clients' offices one day. It was a rainy day around September 2006, and I was rushing along in my car. I've dropped my kids off everywhere and going to the cafe to get a coffee. And as I, as I pulled over in the – I've just got a bit of echo. I don't know if you can hear that. But as I pulled over at the cafe, I saw my brother's car – parked in front of me and I thought oh great you know I can go and see him before I go to work and I went inside in the um, cafe and got my coffee came back out and got into his car and my brother was a couple of years older than me he had had some struggles in his life at times and I thought you know I'm really going to take this moment to sit with him be with him and catch up and as we sat there in this, in the rain, I was thinking the whole time I really need to get going, get to work. And I ended up saying, look, you know, I've really got to go. And off I went. And it turned out that was the last time I saw him alive. He, and he took his own life a few days after that. And my whole world stopped. I was completely devastated. I didn't know anyone that had experienced suicide loss. And as much as I talked about you know, my brother had had some challenges. We never saw this coming. He was very loved. And, you know, my message very much to others is that, you know, you're never alone. You There's always some form of support available to you. And after he died, I very quickly, within a couple of days, I knew I had to do something about this. And I was fortunate that I listened to that urge and, I ended up reaching out and getting involved in a therapeutic group and that was specific bereaved by suicide um, support because it's a different journey to other types of grief. They're all similarities but it is more complex and through that group I met four other women and we went on to co-found a registered harm prevention charity that still continues today. That was 10 years ago 
before and I was it was a little over 10 years ago when we founded Wings of Hope and Wings of Hope is for people bereaved by suicide but that Wings is very key because it stands for we inspire new growth after suicide loss because for our journey when we and that therapeutic group, all of us were really struggling. You know, we couldn't barely haul ourselves out of bed every day. And through accessing the type of help we got there, we were able to give so much back. And we started doing short mini marathons and things like that to raise money for our projects. And we ran um, a national project that's for families bereaved by suicide. It's a book and um, movie resource. And I ended up running a half marathon. All of us got so much growth through a place of so much darkness. And then beyond that, um, I, how I actually came to be an energy healer is a different chapter where, you know, you feel like, okay, I've done this great thing, you know, with my charity and all of that was sort of coming together and I was introduced to an energy healer who I thought maybe could help me feel a bit more fulfilled in life. Like I had my PR consultancy, I was still doing that. And this was around 2010 or even earlier, maybe 2009, and I was introduced to an energy healer and I just thought that I don't even know what energy healing is. But in in the truth, long before that, I'd worked in a book publishing firm and we distributed all of the Hay House books and it was Louise Hay and Deepak Chopra and The Celestine Prophecy and all of their books around energy and alternative therapies and things along those lines. So I thought, oh, no, I know what that is and I've had a Reiki session. Yeah, right, okay. So I went to meet the energy healer and in that session I'd gone in there thinking, she could help me get more fulfillment in my life, maybe change my business a little bit, that sort of thing. And it was quickly apparent to me that what I really needed to talk to her about was the suicide loss because it was still holding me back, um, being trapped in the past like that. And when she used one of the processes that she applied, I could feel that trauma, that energy leaving my body and just like a sensation all around my forehead I could feel that happening I thought wow okay this is the real deal I need to know more about this and it became a process of healing where I got the fastest and most permanent healing and building of a new foundation in my life and that was where I decided that this would be my purpose as well and um, through one of the programs that I did with her I we, we did a, like a shamanic kind of um, vision quest in um, on one of the days and that sounds really elaborate, like me being out on the mountains in a, with a shaman or something like that. It's absolutely not like that. It's more about going within and seeing what wisdom comes up within you and that was where I got the download about teaching others to live an inspired life and I thought, well, what is that going to be? Like am I going to have a blog or something? How can that work? And it's all unfolded since um, through my healing practice. So that's actually a very interesting story. And you're a strong person as well. So when you became this transformational coach, my question is, how does that combine with the aspect of being a master energy healer? That's such a great point. Yeah. Often when a person goes to see an energy healer, as I did, you will maybe receive insight or some healing on your body or energy or anything else. You'll receive information 
But then you kind of have to, you leave the session and you have to go and step into whatever the thing is or receive the wisdom at another level. And so the coaching side of it really comes in around a person developing a plan to use that insight or how their own self-inquiry can lead them into that self-healing that really is what needs to take place because we are our own healers. It's not that we need to be reaching outside of ourselves all the time because that divinity is within us 100%. And when you think about what a newborn baby is like or a very young child, that joy and that connection to happiness and that trust in life is there. It's within them. And it's only through the institutionalization of our lives where, you know, we attend school and we do so many things that teach us to think a certain way and teach us to um, go beyond our own inner world and look externally for validation and that type of thing. That's where it changes me so much. Right, right. And another question is what sort of influenced you to get more into marketing as well? When I when I was quite young, I lived in New York City for about 18 months, um, like I was about 19, and I, in that time I was very inspired to pursue marketing. And marketing wasn't, back then it wasn't what it is right now. And I studied marketing and I got into book publishing was one of the first roles and then in high-tech video gaming and I worked in a company called Activision uh, which is now Activision Blizzard, for a long time. And I was really there in that time when, like, the internet was this whole new way of us um, reaching the world and um, having these platforms. And that was just in- an incredibly exciting place to be. But the my love for books and story and as a teacher to others, that has always been part of me. I think as a high school student I would love to have been a social worker and it just it didn't work out exactly that way but as a consultant I've certainly worked with a lot of um, not-for-profits and worked with a lot of disadvantaged young people which has been incredible it's an incredible honor to enable them to kind of do their own advocacy in the areas of their lives that have been affected so marketing's been a really big part of what was satisfying for me in my life I did need more. There was that turning point where I needed more and now I kind of bring it all together through what I do and I certainly have helped a lot of clients that have come to me with maybe not feeling fulfilled, maybe wanting to start their own practice or like a a creative business, that type of thing, and really into uh, having their own voice on on marketing their business, absolutely. What were some of your best or the success stories that you yourself were the most proud of? With my clients? Yes. Yeah. There's really um, no end to the list because even quite recently, I just saw a client that has been with me from when I first opened my doors. And that's what a lot of them do is they'll not come in for that one like reading or something. They'll want the ongoing changing and transformation of their life where they'll be knowing what a block is, where they can't get past something at a particular point in time. And then we'll use the quantum healing processes that will really go in at a very deep level and just clear anything and everything that's holding them back. And for them to then be able to go from next level to next level. And so for that person in particular, they had really not been able to 
get out of bed. They'd overcome a lot of different things and they would start every day with half of the day really gone. And through our work together, that person has started a heart-led business of their own. They also have a job. They have had a number of relationships and things. They've had a full, much more full life. And the big part is, is they feel supported. They know their energy is constantly being upgraded through what I'm teaching them. And it's not about them coming back to me for big healings and things. I mean, they do do that, but away and in between that time, they've got so many tools that I've taught them to work with. So that's one story that I'm very proud of and it's nothing that's going to make the headlines or anything like that. I do have those stories as well where people have gone and like doubled their income and learnt so much of Getting out of their own way and believing in themselves again through the processes, absolutely. But in terms of a, a one-off story that I'm so proud of, um, that it's all of them do the work. And um, there's one man, I work with a lot of women, and a man came to see me, his wife had referred him, and he had, a again, a, a passion that was within him to really help young people to... I'm sure I can share this, to really elevate their football career. And, like, I don't know a lot about how that would work and I supported him in how he would step into that because the first thing in life is, you know, you don't want to go to your grave and know that you didn't give it everything you have. So just make that decision and really go for it. And I actually, because of my experience around um, the not-for-profit side of things, and like you as a, you know, founder in that area or really driving around community broadcasting, when people have that experience and knowing around what it's like working in community, I was able to help him in that way and help him just to step forward because, one of the biggest gaps that everybody has is they're not telling anybody about this gift that they have. They're not telling anybody or the right people that they can actually help. And getting in our own way like that is terrible. So he has escalated and had a lot of opportunities come his way just because he said yes to himself. That's very interesting. So you really have made a huge impact in certain people's Mm -hmm. lives. And this this is more of a a more basic personalised question, but what exactly is the definition for a transformational coach and master energy healer? Sure. So transformation is, you know, significant and recognisable permanent, like, ongoing change. So when a person comes to me and they feel like they have a job that they hate, but this is where they're stuck, And it's their lot, as they would tell me and they have told me. I I am never going to accept that as their only option because with that divinity, that um, sense of your your true self and not that self that you've been told you can be, you know, you might have had family or even school or others saying you're going to be a whatever and that's all you're capable of. When people are able to step into that transformation and to believe that maybe they could have more, what I've seen is people let go of feeling like they um, it's their lot and they have no choice and to step into having choice and pursuing what lights them up. Because I I meet people that will say to me, life's hard and it just gets harder. And I think, oh, my gosh, it's not like that. And I just won't go into that collective, that, that energy that is so committed to there being no choice. 
because of course you have choice and you have choice to make a transformation that lasts, that becomes your new direction. And in terms of energy healing, when we think about trying to unpack what that is, a master energy healer is a person who has maybe sort of dabbled in learning or, or learning methods and becoming what's called attuned because you do have to be ready to expand your own amount of energy or the vibrational amount of energy that's in your body. So you would go through a series of attunements. And then mastery is really around actually opening a practice and treating people and reporting back to your mentor on how that is um, all going and, you know, being kind of supervised in that way and going through what you would call initiations because, They're not frightening initiations. It's simply a process of surrendering to knowing that there is an infinite energy that guides us and that we don't have all the answers and that there's more wisdom available to us. Some of that is within us and some of it is from asking outside of ourselves and committing to a life that's actually good for you. And I don't mean living like a monk again on a hill. I mean learning to have boundaries that are healthy for yourself, learning to listen to your body, listen to your heart, monitor your mind because it's useful, but I wouldn't be letting your mind really be the deciding factor in who's driving the bus of your life because as humans, it's kind of sad that we uh, the brain hasn't evolved more because of the I guess the old ways that we're taught about things are based on historical ways of learning and that type of thing. But the more we advance into processes around meditation and knowing who you really are, I believe that there's a much greater possibilities for us around what we can create as a race and really anchoring into the wonderful things that humans have created, even in the last hundred years, like every set of 50 to a hundred years is incredible innovation and stepping into that. And I probably don't sound like a master energy healer when I'm talking about it's part of how we can all impact, like technology is part of how we can all make a bigger impact in the world. And it's so key to not try to own energy healing processes and to share that with the world because it is so much more divine and and bigger than we are and to be teaching as many as possible to heal themselves is absolutely key. That's my perspective. Okay, so... Great answers. What I'm getting a lot is a transformational coach. Is it similar to a life coach in a sense? And is a master energy healer similar to a Reiki master? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could say that for sure. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, my mastery is around the quantum processes and I also have studied Reiki and it is that knowing and owning the refinement and expertise and mastery of it and always dedicating yourself to learning more about it and experiencing it and opening yourself up to see with more of your senses what energy is and how it helps others. And so transformational coaching and life coaching could be very similar. And for me, the transformational work does span into people's business life and career life because strangely enough I do really work around how they take their voice out into the world and for life coaching I just feel it could be more limited to that you know I haven't studied that aspect of um, life coaching or being certified in that specific area mine is a much more collective approach definitely 
So I get it. So so that's what makes you unique. You're basically you basically do both. I do. And it is interesting because I can take someone through a very detailed, um, maybe it's a job interview training process and make sure their personal branding is looking great and how are they preparing, you know, would we'll use some energy healing processes, how are you preparing and managing your nerves, that type of thing for their interview. And then we might do some clearings around the things that keep them feeling like they shouldn't maybe step forward or go for this or that they're not enough. And so it's a beautiful blend and it helped me. So that's why I want everyone to access it. And that feeling like you can only be one is, yeah, definitely a limiting belief. And we work a lot on limiting beliefs, definitely. So what are the key lessons that you teach to a lot of clients as a master energy healer and transformational coach? We would first look at their current situation and what they are believing around what's possible for them and the gap between where they want to be and where they are right now. But many will come because they've experienced some kind of trauma. And trauma is a word that, you know, can sum up having an argument with someone that you love versus all, you know, there are a whole range of things right through to um, enormous loss or physical illness or whatever it might be that um, stops a person in their tracks. So when a person has comes to me with the, all that trauma and it's probably more than one, if a person, you know, 40 plus years of age is going to come and see me, there it's not going to be one thing. It's going to be the bullying at school. It's going to be what was said to them when they were very young. It might be a parent's divorce. It might be many, many things and different types of loss and separation from feeling love and joy in life and maybe even giving up hope on experiencing those. So the energy work that I'd be teaching them is definitely looking at what their thought processes are right now. What thoughts are they supporting? What beliefs are they giving their energy to? And then what we can turn around there, what other perspective is more expansive for them. And some of the energy processes I'd be teaching a person who is not attuned as an energy healer, they're an everyday person. The first things are around what they're really putting all of their energy and thoughts and focus into. So we need to be looking at are they helpful thoughts, definitely, and grounding their energy. So you can use a lot of meditation processes to ground your energy. But what that means is really letting the life force energy that flows through your body go all the way through and into the earth. And you can read quite a lot about grounding, but I know from my own experience that let's say my suicide bereavement was an enormous loss and going and doing some grounding wouldn't have been enough to unpack all of the different emotion and trauma around that. But for everyday things, I can remember how I came to create a free toolkit that I actually give away using grounding and quantum processes. And what it was was one of my beloved pets <laughs> had had a, an accident and the following day I felt so impacted by that. But I at the same time thought, well, I'm not going to let my whole day be ruined. Everybody's safe. Everything's fine. I know what to do. And I sat down and I did a couple of my processes and I thought, wow, I really like I felt so good afterwards and re-centered and grounded and calm and could go on with my day when half an hour before I'd felt like this is the worst day of my life. It's brought up all this old stuff, 
all of that, which we all know what that's like. And so I recorded that as a process, which we can actually put a link in um, in your show notes for sure. And it's called the how to <laughs> shift into calm and clarity because I know what it's like and it's not like I live a perfect life. I have really very bad days too, but I know what to do about it and I would love to link share that. In the, uh, you could put it in the uh, comments yep, and I can absolutely. bear it up for you. Okay, great. Will do, definitely. Yes, yeah, so the, the, that's, that is the thing that is the medicine, literally the medicine of the earth is that grounding. If a person doesn't know or they doubt that, try it because that is where you belong is to have that beautiful connection and to not be, you know, we get so stuck in our head, definitely. Great, great. So, yeah, you could uh, just take that link, just paste it right there. You see yep. in the right-hand corner and I'll put it up right now. And have you ever experienced any energy healing or anything like that before? So I've interviewed actually a few other Reiki masters, and this will definitely go into the next question for you. How are you, what types of Reiki masters did you learn from? Because I know a few of them learn digitally. Did you actually learn in person? Or I think everyone has kind of a different take on that. So I would like to know your story on how you became a Reiki master. Well, I'm I'm more in the quantum side of it because they're different modalities. So with Reiki, um, I did, I've studied, all of it's been face-to-face. I don't, at the moment, I don't believe that it would be as powerful for me to do it online, but I haven't tried online. And all of the processes I've um, learnt for quantum and Reiki have been with face-to-face mentors really doing hands-on treatments and practice straight away during that process. So that's what's worked for me. I do see that um, you can do online courses and actually become a Reiki master, and um, that's interesting to me. Everything I said before about technology taking the work further, that's it happening right there. Working under a mentor, we so no two shaman are the same. No two energy healer are the same. We all have our own unique gifts and experiences and wisdom. So when you work with an individual, you're going to get their method and insight and an opportunity to ask them and to talk about any fears that come up as a person that's learning to go from being normal human to being something that has different skills. And that is a powerful part of the journey to be able to consult with them and get that guidance along the way. I'm sure it happens in Kung Fu or other things where people are feel a bit hesitant to step forward in some ways and need that kick in the pants or that encouragement, whatever it is. So online, I'm just, uh, I believe it's possible, but I haven't experienced it. Uh, you mentioned guidance. Were there yeah. any specific people in general that gave you any of that? Well, I read books on the modalities as well, and some authors have taught me a lot. It's been valuable to read about, like Denise Lin is a shaman who teaches a lot about uh, working with energy and creating your own life. And she has a soul coaching program, actually. And the, I, you know, I really honour that journey that she's had, and you know, then. Masters like her that have worked at a global scale and been with the big publishing houses, they tend to teach all of the individuals that I might have learned from at my local area. And then another lady um, called Jill Marie that currently lives over in France, she was 
the person that channeled the quantum healing process that I learned through another teacher. So um, Jill Marie and Denise Lynn were two that I really was very inspired by. But another fascinating person is Dr. Brian Weiss, who works largely in past life regression. And I loved his journey of going from being the head of the psychiatric board or board of psychiatry in the US to being a past life therapist, because he could just see that that work was healing people. And I love that where someone has sort of one foot on earth and one in heaven knowing that there's it's all relevant. What is quantum healing specifically? Is it similar to Reiki in a sense? Yeah, so Reiki is, I guess, one stream of energy that um, Grandmaster Yusui channeled um, a long, long time ago. And so when we are inviting that collective of Reiki energy to work with us, we're doing that. And in the quantum field, it's much more um, infinite. This is how I've been taught and my understanding. And the quantum field is that we... When we're bringing that through, it's about really going into the possibilities of what you are creating and how at that DNA level you can really be changing and reprogramming what you're going to be experiencing in your life. I know that they're not very easy answers. It's not like I say, oh, it's like uh, electricity or something like that. It's just not as um, easy to articulate as uh, because it's quantum, obviously. Reiki's a bit easier to articulate, I feel. So it's basically so it's basically a much more broader version of Reiki, right? Yeah. That's what's been very powerful for me because I also along my journey of expanding my energy and how I work with patients and clients and I started also expanding into the skill around channeling from, you know, the quantum field. And so I do that like now I just do that naturally in my work, but I feel that just broadly labeling everything as energy healing is certainly what is the end result of channeling from the field like that where we know that we are creating the possibilities for ourselves by where we put our focus by what we allow through in terms of accepting healings on our body and what we're ready for definitely believing in possibilities rather than you know things like the future being so definite that you can't impact that or, you know, people might believe, well, it's kind of, you know, my fate, that's what it has to be, rather than, you know, we can really make the choices that change our lives and expand our own energy through tapping into that supportive energy that's available to us. I'll just put that post into your um, in the comments. Yeah, just put it in the comments. I'll handle the rest. Great. Thank you. It's certainly something that anybody from any walk of life can be accessing that how to shift into calm and clarity. And it's free. It's easy. You can just download the two parts of it and really unpack what might be getting in your way of creating all that you want in your life. If it's just to heal something, I shouldn't say just to heal something. Healing is um, how we really can let go of the past and really live in what is actually real, which is like this present moment. Absolutely. Because the past is the past. What did you learn from working with famous authors, athletes, those types of individuals? Because I understand what you've learned through 
your personal experiences. What about these other people? How did they influence your knowledge? Mm. So a lot of the work that I've done with different celebrities along the way has been, you know, supporting them in getting their work out into the marketplace by marketing side of things, definitely, as opposed to like healing them individually. It's been much more around um, supporting them around their own journey and profile and that type of thing. And what is so important for everybody to know is that Anybody can achieve those levels that they do because the more time you spend with people with a high profile, the more you realise that they worry about their families, they worry about the same things that everybody does. But the big thing that sets them apart is that they follow their heart. They're extremely dedicated people. I've never met anyone at that level that is not a master of their art and extremely dedicated. So if you're ready to show up for yourself, the sky's the limit, absolutely. And what are some of the best personal characteristics you think you have that allowed you to be successful? Definitely very driven. I know what impact I would like to make in the world. I know what's not acceptable for me and for others to suffer and to be without the experience of joy and to be, you know, separated from that. That's absolutely what's not acceptable to me. So my drive around that impact and my, you know, I'm a really sensitive person and that is an absolute gift. I um, have learned how to really manage that and bring together being someone that's very strong and driven with having a strong sensitivity as well because as an energy healer, when you're a very sensitive person, you you really pick up on a lot of stuff that um, others may not, they don't have that same sensitivity. So there's a couple of things there. But the way that clients describe what it's like working with me is they say that they feel like a warm blanket is wrapped around them. So I think that empathy is probably a really big part of what I do and stepping into their shoes during the session and letting them feel supported and held in that way is how people can get on the path to healing, definitely. When it's stuff that they don't want to look at, I'm sure they don't. So I want to get more into the specifics of maybe specific client treatments. So what are the sort of step-by-step stages on how you treat people? Do you start mainly with transformational coaching, then transition over to master energy healing after I kind of I want to get yeah I think that is a good framework so they'll meet me or inquire about you know what my services are and tell me a bit about the problem that they have and that problem can be that they've often they've been trying to fix something for quite a while and it might be let's say it might be to return to the workforce or it might be to stop repeating cycles happening in their life where there's a form of abuse of some level going on or uh, feeling like they don't have choice. That that real commitment to limiting beliefs is a massive problem for people, definitely. So we would be looking at what's the problem? What, what are you trying to change? And then I'd be looking at what healing processes, because when a quantum healing process is used around a person's limiting beliefs, if you think about it this way, When a person has been talking negatively to themselves, like saying, you know, just describing, but saying, you know, I'm hopeless for a really long time, those negative thought forms take on their own energy into a thought form. Those negative words take on a thought, a form of energy themselves. And so when we're dealing with that kind of, it's almost like self-attack 
we're not helping ourselves, are we? We're really getting in the way and really clogging up our energy and not being in that lighter state of being at all. And lighter state of being means like that feeling you have when you're having a great day, you're experiencing a lot of joy, you're in a maybe a flow state when you're working, everything is great. The I don't mean anyone that is in that state when they come to me, definitely not. And so we want to support them on stepping more into that experience. So the quantum processes, I would be using my voice, not doing body work. I would be doing body work with my hands over their body in a Reiki session. But in a quantum healing process, it'd be like, you know, talking with a therapist, you're sitting across from each other and then we'll go into a meditation process and my voice bit would be what's guiding them and the energy. And they're consciously aware of what's happening. It's not like some practices where you're completely out to it on the table and a practitioner is just working above you. You're aware of what's happening. You're aware of what you're agreeing to let go of at the level that you can because then I'll be instructing the energy to be going out and, you know, sort of ferreting out the things that are getting in the way for you. This is really unpacking the whole thing (laughs) and then clearing those. And so you'll have an understanding of what you've agreed to, what is going on. Nothing's happening without your permission. And that's something that I really celebrate about this method because I have experienced those sessions where a person might be working on you and not really being 100% transparent about what they're actually trying to shift or clear. And how do you know how do you fully embody that clearing if you don't know what's going on? We've all just got different opinions. I like to people to be 100% present in the journey, definitely. I mean, they might feel a bit knocked out by their meditation, but that's normal for meditation, nothing too severe. And when you were going through this whole process of learning quantum healing, you, you say instead of Reiki that generally use their hands, which, which I'm familiar with, you use your voice instead. So. What were some of the different things you had to learn through that journey of quantum healing? What were the typical struggles or the typical obstacles you had to overcome to reach your stage of mastery now? Well, we have to try to step into that understanding of our voices, a vibrational part of what we are, and that we are working at a vibrational level. It's vibrational medicine, absolutely. And that when we are using our voice, so the um, part where channeling and working that way happened for me was um, the connection with the channeling comes through the back of my head and I guess directly out my mouth. And so um, that's where that intuitive side and that healing side comes through. But we were taught and attuned with a series of many, many processes that we can use that we would be speaking and using those processes that were designed to help humans have more freedom in their lives. And there are also um, animal healers that use the quantum processes as well, but I haven't learned any of that um, as much as I'd like to. There's only so many hours in the day. But um, through the process of learning about quantum healing, we had to really understand what we were doing, what, what we are activating what is a yes and a no, what works, what doesn't, and certainly not a frightening experience in my journey, but to be feeling or seeing or sensing the energy is something that you expand into. And the wonderful thing is you don't really um, see stuff that you can't handle or is too much, and uh, it all just unfolds at a level 
and you can certainly set that intention to receive what you're ready for next. So that's um, helpful along the way. And how how this works really? What are some of the varying kind of treatments you do? Are there certain clients that may need more of one thing or more of another thing? So let's say somebody has a specific issue. How do you kind of guide them through that problem through a guided quantum healing mm. treatment? Well, it will be around using, you know, meditation and using my voice um, as I'm guiding them. We might do an actual guided journey to receive a particular healing where they might be you know, visualising what I'm saying or they might be imagining it, depends on who it is. And things that can be very powerful as treatment tools can be around soul fragment retrieval where if you can imagine that we're all connected and energetically we're all connected and that when we give up our power to others or experience things where we at some level gave up some power and they at some level took some of our power, then it's really important to retrieve that back and return you to wholeness. So those types of processes might be really useful for a person who has experienced trauma or long-term trauma, family, intergenerational healing, those types of things. So that's a bit of an example. And with with all this, how did you sort of make this into more of a a business now? Because I, I noticed, okay, you're doing some marketing there. You you put in a link, all right. You, yeah. you have some marketing understanding, yeah. definitely. You know, yeah. but when you have these skills as a coach and a healer, it's a different thing running a business. So Absolutely. how did you sort of learn that skill set and transition? Besides the marketing, which we already know, mm. we understand. Yeah, because it's not the same. And I do have postgraduate university qualifications in business and marketing, like I have that. But it doesn't teach you anything about how to hang up your brass plaque saying, hey, everybody, I'm a vibrational medicine healer. Like seriously, that leap from serving corporate and working in not-for-profit as a consultant to this was something that I literally had to take a leap of faith. I had to start And I was very guided because I have different tools and things that I like to use for intuitive guidance. And one of them was literally to take a leap of faith. And I thought, well, I really like that shop up the road from my place. And it's a beautiful paper shop. You know, I love my books and paper and things. And above it is a holistic healing place. So I'm just going to go there and see if someone has a room that I could start renting one day a week or something. And I went up to the door and as I went to knock on the door, it opened and the woman that was coming out, I said, oh, hi, you know, who who do I need to speak to to rent a room? And she said, well, I've got one. Do you want to come and see it? And so there were six practitioners and she was coming out at that moment. And so life in the quantum is a bit like that where if you're ready to trust and step forward into what you want, it's quite interesting how things work out. So we shared a room for I like a couple of years. And um, so she was a reflexologist, I think. And uh, we even moved to a yoga centre. And then in that yoga centre, my audience got like a lot bigger because it was coming in for yoga. And um, we ran workshops there. So I I got advice, you know, from the owner of the yoga centre. She was great at just encouraging me. And I was very open to using things like social media and learning how I could just tell people that I'm here and connect with people that way. So I think it's important for a person that's a practitioner to try and understand who they want to work with, who their clients would be, and really just start 
doing it, you're not going to be good at marketing your business in the beginning, but you're going to learn and just start. Absolutely. And be very open to um, how you can take your work to the market. Because for me, I don't have to, I haven't seen people face to face for the whole of COVID. I might have seen a few at the end of 2020, but I now have the Transformation Academy, which is a 100% online group healing and coaching program, which I've only launched this year. And I've got people in Phoenix, Arizona, in the far top northwestern corner of Australia, in the Kimberley region. I've got clients from all around in that online program. And if I was just sitting in my room praying for clients, I don't know how that would go. You really do need to tell people and that's where the marketing comes in, just to be fully aligned with your message that you can help people because I'm sure you can. And when it comes to when it comes to your business, what are some of the key kind of products or services mm. you provide to people? Mm. When I go to your website, what are some things that I can look for? Yeah. So there are there's definitely the invitation for individual sessions and people often like to start with an individual session. And then there is the um, group work that um, we do where um, periodically throughout the year um, I open up the Transformation Academy where people can learn all of the skills of how to transform their life and receive the quantum healings over a six-week period and all of the people that have just gone through that program have just given me all their feedback about what that was like and the power of the group circles that we had. So if you've ever heard of um, like sacred circles or people sitting in a circle, the whole idea is just to witness each other's journey and maybe to share some wisdom because we had a wide age range in the group and that was excellent because the different perspectives really support each other and everyone that went through it was really uh, very impressed with the it was so much more than just learning a few techniques or just getting a few healings without playing those down. It was that circle. And um, for me to have the opportunity to lead everyone through that is just an incredible gift, definitely. So people can work with me one-on-one. They can do the group work, do, do it by phone, video, and um, just some body work is available. But I, like yesterday I did a distance Reiki healing on a person that has been seeing me for a long time and she absolutely had never had a distance session. It had always been face-to-face. So for her it was like a little bit of her trying to understand how that would work and because it's vibrational medicine, the only thing I can compare it to is like or sitting in another country and I'm connected with you here and everyone can hear us and that's not something anybody can touch or but we can see it and experience it um, just like a radio broadcasting station is sending out um, energy, so am I, and she had a great healing session. So there's a lot of different options. Well, there's a few different options and there's a few free tools that people can just download to sample and get started all on the what website. Are these tools? So the one that we just put in the link definitely contains quantum tools and um, processes. And I also have something that's called the success um, tracker formula because I know some of the biggest blocks for people 
and the Success Tracker formula is another one on the website that really just helps people to start um, anchoring into their own self-accountability and looking at what they are saying they're going to be doing and what they're actually doing and what might be blocking that and taking a bit of ownership in their journey. I'm all about people healing themselves. I'm not about them being like addicted to having sessions and things like that. It's about empowerment for sure. And we could uh, share your website right now if we'd like. Yep. What are some of the key areas you should start looking, kind of go into that a bit more? You definitely track a lot more of the big details, but now just kind of, you know, a few basic things for everyone here. In terms of the services tab? Uh, in terms of uh, everything. So, for example, I noticed the community page right there. So yeah. what types of uh, things are you doing? And I noticed as well you have a Facebook and Instagram, yeah. Google, Twitter. So Yeah, so I um, on Facebook what's been interesting along my way has me creating online communities. So I have a free Facebook group. And the name of that is actually Soltopia Alchemy. And through my websites, like the, the booking site and this site, you can join, apply to join the free group where in that community, we're certainly, um, you know, experiencing all the different things that are uh, available as a community and it being um, very supportive and helping people to open up and expand into their own personal change and transformation. And they usually tend to hear um, a lot of the um, new things that I've got coming up. I've also got a subscriber membership called Soltopia Evolve. And Evolve is where we're doing a lot of intu intuitive development work and work about people actually learning exactly how to strengthen and protect their energy through their auric field and be a lot more intuitive in their lives. So the Soltopia Evolve um, is another thing on the bookings website. So when a person clicks make appointment, they'll see the free community and the Evolve community. The Evolve community opens a couple of times a month. And on this page, you can see distance healing, the initial phone consult where like if someone just meets me on the internet, they're going to want to get to know me a bit before they actually choose me. So we'll have a quick phone call there and really look at what they've tried, what they're up against, and if I'm a good match for them, if they're a good match for me, and then there are the phone sessions and video sessions as well. So have we hit everything here with kind of, oh, wow, so you have courses as well. And so, so the Transformation Academy. Um, what is that? Is, so are you basically training people to do what you can do? Well, yeah, like I am because I'm not training them to be a quantum healer. They should not put a quantum. I'm not teaching them that because I haven't been trained to teach it and I wouldn't take that away from the person that channeled it and created this amazing process. But I have my own um, methodology now and that is what is really expanding into, you know, a step-by-step -step process where your everyday person that has a light body within them, the same as all of us do, can really strengthen that and become a limitless version of themselves by learning my tools. And it's actually opening. Transformation Academy is opening at the end of the month. And so you can see there there's the 
free community and then the Evolve memberships. And Evolve isn't open right now, but Transformation Academy is in just a couple of weeks. We're opening a free training. Um, I've just posted it for the first time on Instagram today. And the training series is where over um, three days I'm going to be teaching people about what the biggest energy blocks are and then invite them to see if they want to work um, with me in the Transformation Academy that's coming up at the end of the month. And on the resources page of my website, the link to um, join up to that training. So if you go back to the other site or, yeah, click the back button, it should work. So there's a few little ways that people – so if you go to resources, I think that the sign-up page should be there or it might be under more. So there's some tips there. Now go to the more page, M-O-R-E, yeah, at the top there. Oh, no, the link is – um. I think the link is a standalone link. So I can okay. um, put that one as a different link into your comments below how to join, sign up for the free training series. Was that the link you gave to me a while back? No, but, you know, anyone that receives, what people watching should do is they should download that free tool and then they're automatically going to hear through my emails about the upcoming training. And that tool is, is that tool here? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. the right, that one right there. Have you ever wondered how to turn a bad day around? Right there. All right. Yeah, that's the one right there. So just by downloading any of these um, free tools that you can start using right away, you'll hear about that free training for the Transformation Academy. And it would be great for people just to come in and experience that free training and then see what that brings up for them and what they might um, be become more aware of. Because with any healing, the first step is awareness. It's absolutely that. All right. So let's kind of get back focus here so we generally talked a lot about your website what you do but kind of this is a more personalized question can you sort of tell me what's one piece of advice you would give to your younger self to get you to the place you are here today well to for a younger version of me or anybody i would say to trust yourself and to stop believing that you're doing it wrong or you're in the wrong place or there's something getting in your way, just to do what you really love to do and to commit to that and do it in a great way. I think that that is where many people get stuck, waiting for permission or for somebody else to say that that they can do the things they really love to do. All right, I'm Jimbo Paris, and this is the Jimbo Paris Show. Thank you again for coming. Yeah, Love the interview. You. Learned a lot. Oh, thank you so much. I think you were just doing amazing things on your platform. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Jimbo Parish Show. 